Welcome back, everyone, or welcome if you're a first-time listener. This is Prefer Not to Say, James and Greg back after taking a week off. We apologize. That was my wedding anniversary, so I wasn't going to be recording that day anyway. Yeah, I didn't have an anniversary. (laughs) Greg got the night off. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be like that. Yeah, it'd be like that. It's also hard to kind of like reschedule recording. I mean, yeah, I have kind of a very fucking strict schedule right now. Uh, Like before it was it was fun when you were what working Tuesday through Thursday. Yeah, and I could just record whenever that that worked out. You got to go back to that eventually. (laughs) I don't know. I might make it like a yearly thing, you know, like every every year for like three months. Just decompress (laughs) until the pod blows up and then, you know, you can work from home. Yeah. I don't know. I just got to start like actually promoting, like real promotion. Yeah, that's fair. We uh, <laughs> we don't promote for shit. Like, imagine if we did like the entire time, dude. Like, honestly, beginning. like, what if, like, what if I, uh, what if, like, next week I just dropped a solid band? It was like, fuck it, run, run ads somewhere. Like, <laughs> no, I got, I gotta just start posting more on social media. Like, it, like you have to be consistent, like daily. Like, had we done, like, daily, all day? Honestly, we probably should have jumped on TikTok during the pandemic. Maybe. Because, like, all the people that blew up during the pandemic. Or yeah, if I or, or if I would have just gotten more than four weeks off, mm-hmm. be able to do more. I don't know. The social media thing is not really, like, my, my avenue of expertise. I mean, it never really was. You know, it took me fucking forever to jump from MySpace to Facebook when everyone did that, that whole exodus. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you remember that. You know, everybody was like, oh, I'm not on this anymore. Catch me on Facebook. You know, they, that'd be like their final post or whatever on MySpace. Uh, when MySpace died. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sad. MySpace was probably the greatest social media app ever. Quite possibly, yeah. Like, it it literally was the catalyst for, like, everything that followed it. Like, mm-hmm. everything else is pretty much just derivative except for, like, YouTube. Even the stuff that, like... I don't know, even if there was, like, social media platforms that came before MySpace, it was like, who the fuck knew about them? MySpace really changed the game. It, it, it forever altered the landscape of connecting with people on the internet. MySpace was single-handedly the greatest platform for musicians. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the standard MySpace, you could post blogs, you know, you could have friends, send messages. For the artists, they had sections where you could post tour dates. It had a media player. You could upload, like, three or four songs. Dude, honestly. You upload your entire photo library. There was just so much stuff. You could customize it. That's, like, the one thing you can't do with social media anymore is customize it. Like, you know, back then... Yeah, we they were, really thought of everything. Back then, we were all just, like, <laughs> you know... Finding like all the code to make our pimp out our MySpace pages, dude. Oh my! All the people who had the fucking thug SpongeBob in the background drove me crazy. I was like, bro, why? (laughs) (laughs) How are you gonna be like, yeah, I'm hard. I'm a gangbanger and got SpongeBob on the MySpace page. (laughs) (laughs) The early two thousands, like gangbanger cartoon characters. Oh man, MySpace. Rest in peace, MySpace. Also, Tom was was the goat mm-hmm. he just sort of peaced out he sold and just dipped he wasn't trying to rule the world he's like no i got mine i'm good see ya oh man what a way to retire though or back then people were myspace famous i don't think i knew anybody that was myspace famous oh i don't think any normal people it wasn't really a thing for normal people but you had like tila tequila oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. like the the those kind of people being myspace famous it's like yeah. wow 
Anyway, we should get on with the episode. So Greg actually came up with today's topic. Uh, I came up with half kind of, of it. <laughs> so it, it kind of started. Uh, I, I finally watched season three of The Boys. It's a great fucking show. And it, it, you know, Greg kind of posed a question like, "What if that was real life?" Yeah, like how close to how close to accurate is their depiction of what superpowers in reality would be like? I don't think it'd be as complex or like violent because yeah it probably wouldn't be as violent like you know they do that on the show really to play it up yeah i mean well if you're in the the source material yeah it's apparently super violent yeah it's violent for violence sake like it's just it's like ah just to shock you and get you to keep reading you know what's funny is there are so many people who are like just watch the show like comparatively the book sucks compared to the show (laughs) there's a lot of random acts of violence and horrible behavior that are just there just to be on the page you know there's people getting there's there is a soup in the books who's like mentally challenged and like pees all over people and there's no reason for this character to exist like they just there's this whole little like eight page sub art going on about these people and it's like why <laughs> why'd you put this in here you know there shouldn't it shouldn't be it should be surprised to nobody that comic books that industry kind of like slides further downhill as the years go on especially like like when comics got really dark it was like okay now you you've turned it niche before you could get comics at the grocery store. Uh-huh. And we've talked about that before because it was like kids could read them. Now kids could barely read any of that stuff. It's kind of upsetting, you know. It's like it's like yeah, I I like the darker, edgier stuff. I like the more uh, the, the grittier take on superheroes. But like now, it's like you can't you know introduce a kid to uh, uh, a Spider Man comic because he's fucking punching someone's face off, you know? Right. I don't know. Yeah, I think it would. Well, what would happen is, like, there'd be the small minority of actual heroes, but for the most part, it'd just be villains and anti-heroes. Like, it'd be, like, villains, like, holding up a store, someone walks in, takes care of him, and he's like, oh, by the way, I'm taking all these bags of chips, and I'm not paying for them. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I don't know. I feel like the, the, the show, The Boys, did a pretty... Pretty bang up job depicting like what in general superheroes would be like, at least on the concept of like, especially in America, you know, capitalist America, super, superheroes popping up and then them instantly being uh, commodified, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, well, the whole thing with them being manufactured to begin with. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like if it was real life, it wouldn't be like the the fun stories where people just happen to have powers yeah, or develop would, powers. It would absolutely be engineered. Yeah, and it would, you know, honestly, if we're talking real life, I th- The Boys Season 3 paralleled real life way too hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the whole thing with like Homelander and the alt-right pipeline. <laughs> I was just like, oh, they are no. doing too good with the political mockery on either side, dude. It is, it's almost eerie. What's funny is like conservatism, like alt right dudes were mad at this season, and it's like, yeah, because Homelander actually sucks, dude. He's not a hero. See, that's the, that's the thing that I heard about like the 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 right leaning people is that the the response has been like two entire different ends of the spectrum. Like, 
I've seen people that are like, oh man, this is horrible. How dare you like depict us like that type beat. And there's been other people who are like, yeah, Homelander's the shit, bro. He's doing everything right. And it's like, bro, you don't understand how this is like a parody of you and it's horrible. And the fact that you're actually supporting those are the type of dudes who watch like Fight Club and think like they want to be Tyler Durden. Yeah, for real. Like no, or like or like you know, <laughs> they identified with Joker. Like this is that's not good. <laughs> this you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to feel something good about it. You want to talk about red flags real quick, yo? If they ever post some fucking Joker meme or whatever with like some captcha, and they if they're even like halfway serious, bro, that's a giant red flag. I can't take that person serious. <laughs> oh, I still think my favorite were the girls who were like Joaquin Phoenix Joker's daddy. Oh my god! It's like yes, this <laughs> this this psychotic murderer. Yeah, that's daddy. Yeah, you're dumb. Well, I, I think the one thing they definitely got right uh, and something that would happen for real is the like the emotions and the story arcs with the actual superheroes themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to spoil season three if you haven't uh, seen it yet, but the whole revelation we find out about Soldier Boy is like, oof, what? Yeah, he won't spoil it, but fuck you, I will. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll spoil it. <laughs> It's been long enough, bro. If you haven't seen That's it. That's true. All right. This right here is your your very drawn out spoiler warning. If you haven't watched The Boys Season 3, if you're not up to date with it, leave. Come back when you're up to date. All right. We good? So anyways. Yep. We're good. So we've... <laughs> I mean, so okay. So there's Soldier Boy, who's this like legendary hero who is presumably dead. Also a rapper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He he do, he does he does a cover song for a show. Dude, I love I love that they did that because now I get to make the I make I get to make the joke and it's like is he talking about in is it like in canon like in the episode where he's fucking singing or is he talking about his name being so close to Soldier Boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. <clears throat> and, and of course we find out that's an absolute lie so the boys take a trip to russia because you know everything escalates in the series it's like each each series are like let's go somewhere wild why is it always russia i don't they go, know don't they go to russia twice in this one season or am i blending is two seasons together? i think it's i think it's i think it's once i want to say it's once unless they went back I don't know. I I just know there's a lot. There's a lot of shit involving Russia. That's all I remember. Yeah. Well, uh, and then Soldier Boy, he's trying to he's trying to kill all his t- former teammates because they sold him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, As one does the- supernatural. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, there's the episode titled Hero Gasm, which is such a really awkward episode. It's it's this event that these older soups put on where they just have a big orgy because you know. That apparently needs to be a thing, which was apparently started by Soldier Boy 50 years prior. I loved every second of it, and as soon as I heard that they were doing Herogasm, I was like, oh, yeah. This, see, that's what I, I would think would be like the first thing that people with powers did. They'd be like, oh, man, I can fly? Time to fuck in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was wild. But, yeah, uh, when they were... I forgot which... It was former teammates they were trying to he was trying to kill, but Huey that saved the day. It was the twins. No, 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 no. It wasn't there after that. The dude who like 
warps your brain to like your memories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the mind guy. Yeah, uh, we we get the revelation that Soldier Boy is actually Homelander's father, <laughs> and uh, Homelander is like the personification of daddy issues this whole season, and it's again too real because we're seeing this in, unfold in real life with real life men. <laughs> And then, you know, Soldier Boy is, like, the epitome of toxic masculinity. So he's, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's a point where he's, like, because, uh, oh, side note, um, Homelander, if you know the series, he, t- he ends up convincing his son Ryan to go with him. His name's Ryan, right? Yeah, yeah, his name's okay. Ryan. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking that might be wrong. Uh, and then uh, they're at the Vought Tower, and then all through there, he's, he's, and Homelander's like, we could be a family, and he's crying. He's like, man, I should have been here. You're a little bitch. <laughs> I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he says. And it's like, I'm sorry, wow. Man's was literally like, I should have been around so he didn't ra- get raised to be such a fucking pussy. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I was not expecting the, the plot twist, you know, with the whole fam- family relationship there. But goddamn, Jensen Ackles is delivering all of these fucking dirtbag lines perfectly. <laughs> Oh, he was definitely the perfect casting choice. Honestly, I don't know what it is about him, but he can play an asshole perfectly. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, so there's a really awesome side plot where Butcher ends up getting uh, a a temp version of Compound V from Maeve, who's like feeding him information, and him and Huey start taking it and like gaining powers. And it, it kind of shows like oh, is that what happens, like, you know, when people get hooked on crack? Dude, for real. Like, when when they when they had that scene where they're coming away from, like, their first use, and he was just leaning out the car with the wind blowing through his hair, and he's just looking at his veins as, like, the fucking, you could see, like, the, the V is, like, lighting up his blood or whatever. It was, like, glowing or whatever. That sequence, I was like, holy shit, dude. How many times have I seen somebody high off their ass just enjoying, like, nature like that and been, like, like, bro, why is this so significant? Like, this is a problem. Yeah, it's it's funny because it's like it's like it's not even a question of like if superpowers were real life. The literally the only thing that's different in the show is the fact that the superpowers are real. Like, we're already. St- it's like if you added superpowers to what's going on in the world right now, it's like it. It's almost like why not? It's just an icing on the cake of what's going on right now. Um, you know how they revealed, uh, them taking the temp view was giving them like brain lesions and shit. And Butcher was like, yeah, I'm totally going to keep using this stuff. Yeah. That really, <laughs> I don't know that, that sequence in particular made me think, holy shit, this is, this is straight up real life. Because like, if we had that, how many people would, would dope themselves into an early grave just to have powers for a while? Like no cap. Yeah. I would. I'd be, I'd be like first in line. They'd be like, "Yeah, this will give you superpowers for like twenty four hours, but if you use it like six times, you're gonna die in a month." I'm like, "I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. This shit's gonna be lit." Oh man. So I wondered. It's like if you just will it kill you if you keep taking it after? Like, will it kill you faster? Um, I think so. I think that was uh, the explanation they gave. I don't know. I think after they after using it enough times to where they're like, yeah, you got brain lesions, you probably only got like eight months to live or whatever the fuck. I think at that point, I'm just juicing up with straight V and just risking it. 
Oh, really? Yeah, because, I mean, it. if you were, like, compatible with it, I mean, we saw what it did with uh, Kimiko, you know, she was she was clean. It was out of her system. And she was just like, nah, I'm just going to dope right back up. And she was fine. So, like, it was like her genetics were totally okay with using it. That and, that and they successfully made other soups as adults. Not a whole lot. Like, there's, there's, like, a handful. I mean, you remember Dick Dude. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that was like, that was awkward. He was he was in that facility, so clearly he was an adult that they were trying to you know give powers to. And then he's at fucking, then he's at a uh, hero gasm, you know later. So, I'm, <laughs> so I'm like, oh okay, so they you can dope up adults if their genetics are right for it. And I'm like, if I'm gonna die anyways, I'm I may as well just risk it take that permanent v yeah i actually kind of liked how they did kimiko's story arc because it was like she realized it was like what she was capable of without the powers and Mm. that the powers weren't the problem i still feel like they did frenchie wrong they did him so dirty you think so yeah oh yeah absolutely i mean like yeah there's a lot of emotional development sure but i mean like with or without the powers frenchie ain't nothing more than like kimiko's little pocket dog like her little purse dog (laughs) bro like okay she she was protecting him with the powers right no problem and then even without the powers she was still killing people to protect him holy shit dude (laughs) (laughs) it's like the whole gang is like we must protect frenchie (laughs) yeah it's kind of wild how yeah it kind of is interesting how you see everybody kind of understand where they sit with their situations like this was like the seri- this was like the season of acceptance. I don't know. I I feel like it was yeah, for for the people for not for everyone except for like Huey and Butcher. I feel like this was like a, a season of acceptance. But like for Butcher at least in particular and like Huey uh, because of like the connection, I feel like this is where they laid everything bare and you really saw that this motherfucker is a terrible human being and he is no cap going to put everyone in the ground uh on his warpath. I think it was they they had a lesson to learn this season. That's what they got. They got the lesson taught to them. Uh, well, I think that might be a good spot to take a break and we'll be right back with more chatter about The Boys season 3. <laughs> and we're back all right no cap superpowers drop tomorrow hero or villain who are you either or (laughs) no in between I don't know if I'd want to be a hero. I'd probably be like, this is cool. I'm just going to take this with me. I think by definition, I'd be a villain. Not because like I want to be out there. Like, cause every, You hear the word villain, you think, oh, this dude's going to go out and he's going to mass murder people. It's like, no, I'm technically going to be committing a shit ton of crimes, <laughs> but I'm not going to be hurting nobody. At least like not killing anybody. There's a certain individual that probably shouldn't have powers. <laughs> and his name's me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think also all the political stuff this season was just wild. Yeah, it was really good. Also ended on the best cliffhanger ever. Dude, for real. Like, 
I was like, I, I was, I was expecting it just to end with like them dropping down and them being like, yeah, applause, blah blah blah, whatever. As soon as that can got thrown, I was like, no way, no way, they're not gonna do this. Like the best part was just like, <laughs> oh, because the deep killed what's his name, and like, oh, who's your new running mate? Victoria Newman is now the vice president running mate. Like, no, this is bad. <laughs> uh. I'm <clears throat> I'm gonna say this because I read the book. I saw that coming, like from so far away. But I, I was honestly kind of like upset that it took three seasons for that to happen. That's what like makes me think they're gonna. It's gonna take until season five for like stuff to get into the end game, so to speak. Because like right off the begin, right off uh, at the beginning of the the series and the books, Vic is uh, VP. Vic the Veep. But, oh really? Well, yeah, but I mean, they changed the character entirely. Victor Veep is just a normal ass dude. I, I say normal, but he's like, he's a fucking idiot. You know, he's there to be controlled. Oh. I like, I like the change they did with Victoria Newman being like an actual power that you have to deal with. You know, like a person with a mind and thinking and all and scheming and especially being raised by you know Stan Edgar. Yeah, that was wild when that revelation came. I was like, I'm sorry, what now? It was like when she was first introduced, I was like, uh-oh. Th- this could be trouble. So this show is really good. Um, for uh, th- Okay, so there's this one scene in particular, and that really like sealed my like love for this show. And it's it's a retroactive thing. Like You, you see all the head popping at the, uh, the courtroom, yeah. right? And then you find out later at the end of that season that it was it was, it was Vic doing it, you know, Victoria Newman doing it. And you go back and you rewatch that scene, and it was so in your face that she was the one doing it. Like, oh, I, really? no, no, dead ass! Like if you go back, and, <laughs> you go back and watch that episode today, you will watch the sequence and be like, "How did I not see this?" Uh, they hid it in plain sight, dude. For real, she looked at everyone, and then they exploded. Like every time she tripped and fell over and spun around when she threw herself into her chair and was like panicking, looking all over the room, everyone's head started popping at that same moment. Oh my God. Oh, it was so was, obvious, was but gold. you're so shocked by the heads exploding. You're For like, real. what's going on? You're, it's almost like you're there with them and you're panicking. You're like, what the shit? How? Like, who's doing this? And then I don't know, man. I think it, they also had a like, kind of great parallel to the power of, you know, celebrities and social media, especially what happened with Starlight. Mm-hmm. And she like used her, she used her fame for good and exposing everything. And it was just like, oh, this was kind of a turn I wasn't expecting. Why in the hell was social media the ultimate defense against Homelander? Uh, I think it was an ego thing. Like, yeah, he can't I know, afford to like, not appear good. I know, but like, <laughs> that's so silly. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And she's like, actually, you're live on Instagram. And he's like, ah, I was just joking. <laughs> well, it's like he's got an image to maintain, especially somebody who's like always starving for attention. Yeah, but I mean, the what was it? The season one or two finale? I can't remember when it all went down uh, out in the, uh, you know, when uh, Stormfront got blasted. Yeah, and, and they they straight up told him was like, yeah, we'll leak your shit everywhere. He was like, I, he's like, I'll kill everyone everywhere and everything if you you know release that video of me being you know a terrible human being. And 
And then he's like basically exposed live on Instagram, on the gram, you know, and nothing happens. He's not like, all right, well, you done, you know, you done press the switch. Now everything dies. Like, where'd that go? You know, I th- I think that was supposed to kind of highlight that that was actually a bluff. I guess. In retrospect, I think I think the threat the threat was probably empty because he's got all these complicated emotions about everything. Maybe. Yeah, it was it was just wild when that happened. I was like, of course, social media to the rescue, but it played out like it does in real life. Yeah. Social media can be like I mean, think about all the all the things that went down with uh, Adam Levine recently. I have no idea what happened with Adam Levine recently. Oh, uh he was um having an affair and this girl exposed him and shared their messages. Oof. So it's like the power people have social media. And, and it's like she's not even anybody that's known. It was just like, hey, this happened. And it was like, wow. And then there was a whole like Ned from the Try Guys apparently was like having an affair with like someone they worked with. And that oh, became a whole thing. Oh, my God, dude. I don't know what it is about people who like, they, they be. I don't know if this is just like common for like people on a wide scale across all spectrums. But like. The way I see it is that you become famous or like crazy wealthy or powerful and or influential in some way, and then it's like, all right, time to do all this mischievous, horrible, you know, backroom shit. Time to start cheating on my wife and you know, uh, committing crimes and murdering people and burying them in my basement. <laughs> Why? What? What is it about that status that turns you into just the worst version of yourself? I don't know. I I think it's just. It's really weird when celebrities do that. This coming from the guy who not 10 minutes ago said, if I had superpowers, I'd be a villain in a heartbeat. (laughs) (laughs) You have some morals. (laughs) You'll do bad things, but you won't be unfaithful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for real. They'd be like, you, you, you destabilized a, like a, an entire nation. It's pandemonium. It's like, yeah, but I didn't cheat on my girl, did I? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you know, you know what I think. Also, it was it, it's like the whole backlash from Stormfront probably really hit his ego when it came to his image because they were like, hey, what was it like dating a Nazi? Oh yeah. Could you imagine being like? Let's say you exist in that world and like you don't know the secrets, like the the backroom shit or like the the stuff that's actually going on behind the scenes, you know, with like Stormfront and like Starlight and all that. From the outside looking in, it really looks like Homelander just caught two serious L's in a row. He caught he he, he dated <laughs> yeah. someone who was like secretly a Nazi, and then he dates someone who's secretly like a child sex trafficker and shit. Like all that stuff that they they all those all that 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 media spin they tried to put on it when Starlight was going crazy, you know, and they were like, "Oh yeah, what do you think her like home for like uh, homeless teens or whatever was actually for? It was for trafficking kids." It's like, what the fuck? Oh, th- speaking of that. The best representation of like oh, all the sheep was when Mother's Milk went to go confront what's his name about bringing his daughter to the rally, and he was like, "He's like, don't listen to the media. This media. He's like, this is going on. Starlight's doing this. He's like, no, it's not." <laughs> Homelander's lying and he's a psychopath. And I was waiting for him to be like, dude, I was literally there and saw him do this stuff. I know, right? 
I, was I like really that he hoping. knocked him out, though. Yeah, that was great. I, I was really hoping he was going to drop that bomb, but uh, I don't know. If, if anybody was like, if anybody caught that comment about him being a bad dad or whatever and didn't sock that dude, I'd question your morals. I'd question your ethics. I'd be oh, like, yeah, when he was like, <laughs> he's like, well, somebody has to. Dude, for I real. I was like, yo, I'm sorry. This dude is like, does covert ops for a living, bro. Like, you don't mess with it. Yeah, like, literally works with like the CIA and shit. Drops this dude. I about flew out of my seat. I was like, hell yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck Todd. <laughs> well, the thing with Todd, it's like you could tell how much of a parody and caricature he was mm. when, um, because my, one of my favorite scenes was the, um, the scene and the sound went viral on TikTok. The part where Starlight's like, "Oh, he's just like a regular person. Like he's, he's like, I'm not like any of you. He's like, <laughs> it's like I'm stronger, I'm smarter, I'm better, <laughs> I'm better." <laughs> and you could tell he was hurt by her by those words. Like, no, I am not like any of you. And Todd's just sitting there with that shit eating grin on his face. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You tell him, yeah, you are stronger, better, and smarter than me. Yeah, tell me what it is. <laughs> Uh, I'm really interested to see season four though, because like <laughs> at the little rally, he he kind of jumped to, and the dude like threw. Did he what did he throw at him? Was it like a sign or something like that? It looked like a can, like an Arizona can. Yeah, something like that. He just lasered his face off, and then everyone's <laughs> cheering for him. He's like, "All right, yeah, yeah." Of course, it fucking like, starts with oh, Todd. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, because Todd was there, man. He blasted dudes ahead all over the statue, and Todd's just like, yeah. All and right. I'm just like, I'm just like, where have I seen this before? Mm, yeah, it pr- probably has nothing, so nothing, nothing in common with like you know telling your audience to beat the shit out of somebody and say, yeah, I'll pay for your lawyers, bro. It's good. <laughs> oh, honestly, what? Oh, I I never thought I'd feel bad for a train though, dude. Honestly, like he literally was like, I want to do better for my community, and they were like, No. <laughs> They do ex- they do exactly how to play that angle and I'm mad about it. Like he's the whole show started because he didn't give a fuck about people. And now they got me out here like, damn, bro, can A Train catch a break? Oh, <laughs> uh, the greatest irony though happened for his character. Cause uh who was the dude he um was trying to get to stop harassing black people? Uh Blue Hawk. Yeah, Blue Hawk. He brings him in to like the was the community center. Yeah. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm sorry, blah blah blah. I'm gonna donate money. And then everyone's like, Well, what about this and this? And he freaks out, paralyzes A Train's brother. Yeah. And so, you know, he and I don't know if this is a direct reference, but he basically did what they did to Emmett Till. He grabs him and runs and drags him across the pavement for miles and has a heart attack. And they woke up, then wakes up, and then they're like, Oh, hey, by the way, we gave you Blue Hawk's heart. <laughs> Couldn't be me, dude. I don't woke up, snap my own neck so fast. <laughs> oh man, like you gave me who's? No thanks. Uh, also, also the pressure of uh, the Ashley was had to deal with because she's basically running the company now herself. <laughs> I don't think that the uh, the I'm gonna say I don't think she's bald from the pressure. I think. I think it's just for being around Homelander all the time. Like, you are always on edge, always, like, gun to the head. Like, this dude could snap and kill me at any moment for no reason, and there wouldn't be shit I could do to stop it. I'd be pulling my hair out, too. Well, no, it, it was just wild how, uh, you know, 
you know she wants to do good, but she's like, nope, can't do it. I'm not risking it. And I was like, oh, where have we seen that before? <laughs> Got to play the team player at the company. They literally just captured what's been happening like since 2016 all throughout the season. More specifically, like 2020 onward. The show is just a commentary on how America fucking sucks. I think that's why I appreciate the fact that it, because uh, I've never read the source material, but that they deviated it and kind of like made it almost its own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to change something, I think the boys is how you do it. Yeah. Because I've like read bits and parts of how the original goes, and I'm like, yeah, if they did the original version of the boys, I don't think it would be that good. Like, it wouldn't be something that would be like accessible for everybody. Definitely not. Although Ryan is getting dangerous. That is one scary-ass fucking teenager. The fact that he just watched somebody die and was like, yeah, this is cool. This is normal. This is straight. Well, I mean, you could thank Butcher for that. Well, I wouldn't even say that. I would I would say that's Homelander's fault because he had the whole conversation with him where he was like, people like you and me, occasionally we break things. You know, we break people, and it's totally okay. You know, and he was having that conversation about him fucking blasting Stormfront to pieces. Oh, yeah. Well, I was saying more so it's like, you know, he accidentally killed his mom and then Butcher treated him th- them the way he did, like as a means to kind of protect him because Butcher sucks at, you know, life and like relating to people. And then like Homelander comes and gets him. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go with dad. He knows what's up. I mean, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> I think they could have like handled shit a little bit better, but. It just bothers me that, like, the kid spent his whole life with his mom, and she's like, violence is bad, we're good people, this, that, and the other thing, and then, like, he spends five minutes with Homelander, and he's like, hell yeah, I'm totally down to be a murdering psychopath. Like, seems like a, a, a fast switch. I think one of the things it really also highlighted is, much like real life, they're saying the quiet part out loud, and it's not quiet anymore. Uh-huh. everyone's clear with their intentions, and there is a fan base that supports it. On both sides. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 did, I just love the whole the Starlight social media influencer angle that they played, and <laughs> she was like, oh, by the way, you're live for my fans. Like, damn. I also like that Maeve got closure. Well, eh, I guess I'm still I'm still out here like fuck me if she's kind of a bitch I don't like her but. oh yeah no she's awful but I, I I think what she put herself through when she realized she was being terrible I I think it was appropriate in the way that they handled that towards the end and also I I didn't realize how fragile Huey was until this season <laughs> like he was always kind of the softer one of the crew but this one was like man dog you're jealous that your girlfriend is is like better than you. Yeah, he's he's got uh, the, the character has a lot of insecurities. That's that's kind of funny. I don't know. I think I I say respect to Huey. That motherfucker said, "Break my arm. Just just do it so I have an excuse." <laughs> Would not have been was, me. Oh, <laughs> nope. They'd be like, "Oh, we need to break your arm so you have an excuse to skip work." I'd be like, "Fuck that. I'm going to work." <laughs> I like how it didn't really become a thing. Like him just disappearing for days. Also, I, I gotta say though, I, I will agree with you on uh, how they did French yells like, oh, the perils of being a simp. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> that man is in love. Yeah. 
<sighs> you might see me doing something similar. I don't know. If, if Karen Fukuhara walked into my life, I'd be like, yes, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and she's so great for that role too. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's what she doesn't even talk, but she's one of the best parts of the show, especially the 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 little musical episode they had. Mm-hmm. I wish they brought her back as Katana for the Suicide Squad, though. Yeah, that's a shame. She got the one and done. I wonder, is, does she have like a singing background? Was that actually her singing, or did they dub her over? I don't know. It could be her. I mean, a lot of actors can actually sing, but who knows? Yeah. All in all, it was like the show just is starting to feel too real. Mm-hmm. It's like the only thing we don't have is the superpowers. We don't need those. No, I need those. <laughs> you need them? <laughs> yeah, I need those. Need them powers. I just need them for the utility, dude. If you're, if I was a train, I wouldn't have a car. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, there's advantages to have powers. You just run or fly or jump. I just want a utility power. I don't need to be a hero or villain. Super strength, that comes in handy. Yeah. Yeah, be careful with it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I like this stuff more than like a lot of the other superhero stuff we get. A lot of the other superhero stuff is just kind of fluff. Like, I'm just I'm tired of Marvel. I don't blame you, dude. All their recent shit has been ass. All the TV shows and whatnot. Although I, I have think it's been, just, there's just too much. Yeah, that too. But I have heard good things about. Um, was it Werewolf by Night? That I just dropped on uh, Disney Plus. I don't know. The only movie, and they they pushed it back because they're like rewriting it. The only one I really really cared about was Blade. Yeah, Bla- Blade is single handedly the reason why Marvel got successful with the movies. Mm. It was like between it was like that X-Men and Spider-Man. Those three literally were like, "Oh yeah, we're we're resurrecting Marvel." <laughs> Cuz they like I think that wasn't that the point where they had like financial trouble. I mean, when do they not have financial trouble? But I don't know. I don't think people give enough respect to Blade though. It's not the most amazing movie, but I think for what it is, it's great. Honestly. I don't know. I'm glad they're rewriting it because from what I heard it was going to be a horrible fucking movie without it. Yeah, that's what I heard too. But, but yeah, no, like stuff like this or like like Watchmen or like even Invincible. I mean, I wasn't too crazy into it, but it's like let, let, let's let's ground these things in more reality. Mm-hmm. It's like I can only handle so much of the fun. So speaking of, um, I guess one more thing to touch before we go. Uh there was a recent article that came out that sounds like it was written by a this dude had to have been a butthurt Marvel fan because oh, he go. wrote this scathing <clears throat> editorial about Martin Scorsese uh-huh. and about how he's not actually that great and he was just like tearing apart a bunch of his films and everyone's literally like dude are you a Marvel fan and you're still mad about what he said like it's like that comment lives in people's heads, and it was years ago. Oh my god! What did what did he say? It was like something like um, he he said that he didn't consider Marvel movies cinema. Didn't he and, like, and backtrack him. that statement later though? I don't know if he backtracked it, but but the way he explained it was it was like it, it's because you know they're they're like it's like the big roller coaster at the amusement park. Mm-hmm. It's like they have a certain function. It's like you know, and, and he comes from a different time, but it's like people were so mad. It's like this is one dude's opinion. Like you're really that mad? Like. They, people still go you can still enjoy it but this dude was just like saying like stuff that's like 
I mean, I know you're not into the more kind of stuff, but like films of his that are objectively some of the greatest, he's like, oh, like uh, the movie Raging Bullet, he was like, this is just bad filmmaking. And everyone's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you mean you mean the movie that's considered one of the, like, one of the, if not the greatest sports movie of all time? Goddamn. I mean, to say, to make a statement like it's just bad filmmaking is kind of like, you know, that's that's that you're pulling that out of your ass. You could just say you have you. You could just say that it's your opinion that it's it's a bad movie. You know, I mean, this. <clears throat> I don't agree with every movie. You know, that gets an Oscar. You know, I mean, I would say I disagree with most of them because it's just not up my alley. That's my opinion on it. You know. Oh yeah, and that's totally fine. The problem was is he was just like ripping apart a bunch of his movies, and we're all just like, "What's going on here?" Like, it was also just terribly written. We're all just like, "What, dude? What's your problem?" Like, it, he got bent out of shape. He said, "Oh, this dude doesn't. This dude whose opinion matters doesn't like the thing that I love. How dare he?" Fuck it was like guy. I remember. Was it twenty uh, seventeen when the Oscars came around? There was some dude who wrote this article about how basically uh, was it the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I think it was the Last Jedi. This dude basically wrote on how it should get like every nominated for every award. I'm like, whoa, dude! Like, Star Wars was okay. Right. It wasn't like Oscar worthy, bro. <laughs> like he was like he he was basically going through every category. Like, yeah, Star Wars should have been nominated. We're just like, what? I think that's just a gig of Star Wars fan. You know, I don't know. I don't really take other people's opinions on anything that I consume like to heart you know any any film i watch i don't really give a shit what anyone else thought about it you know because it's not it's not them watching it it's me you know i mean this is why i have this this opinion where like arguably one of the worst films of all time is literally one of my favorite movies and that's allowed yeah battlefield earth starring john i mean there's some bad movies (laughs) i like like i love freddy got fingered (laughs) i love joe dirt (laughs) god damn it there are some bad movies that are just great. And some movies are bad, good because they're bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we can call it good there. We've been talking for like almost 50 minutes. That's a decent amount of time. So, I, this is to make up for the fact that we didn't you know, have an episode last week. But, hey, yo, fuck Scorsese on my mama, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> I would have, I would have him rather have said that in a tweet <laughs> than write an entire article. It's like because the whole thing was like basically like saying like these old dudes have been doing it for too long and they they don't know how to say no to them. And I'm like, what dude likes to work still? Honestly, you're not gonna be out here seeing me tell Sam Jackson he needs to retire, right? We don't want that. It's like, come on, give me more fury, more. <laughs> Well, that's the show for everyone today. That was a weird way to say that. That's, that's the show today. That's the show, everyone. <laughs> I don't know. It's It's been a long day. Not really. Life is just long. So, if you made it through the episode and you haven't watched The Boys Season 3, sorry, I guess you'll have to watch it and really understand what we're talking about. But, uh, yep, follow us on all of our socials pnts pod that's twitter instagram facebook and i always say i'm going to start a tiktok it hasn't started yet but that will be eventually if you want to listen to more of me uh, i have a show called the k-cut which we're almost at episode 100 much like this show we're getting closer to 100 
we technically have more than 100 episodes for the K-Cut, but as far as like main continuity. Mm-hmm. Damn, y'all got a spinoff? <laughs> well, we had the movie a, coming out? <laughs> we, had, we had like kind of like a little sub-series where it was just like commentary that wasn't about specific films. And then um, everything that was going on with my dad, like I, we dropped the demos. Uh, one week we had an interview that Andreas had that he hadn't posted to his website yet. But, yeah, so we're getting close to 100. I've done over 200 podcast episodes in the past almost three years. Hey, that qualifies Actually, it's, as it's, uh... it's been three years since we started doing demos for this show. I mean, had you not been, like, shackled to work for a break, we'd probably be at, like, 200 by now. Yeah, it is what it is, though. Somebody's got to feed these corporate overlords can feed themselves <laughs> they can just pull themselves up by their immaculate bootstraps <laughs> their diamond crusted bootstraps uh if you like to follow anything i'm doing by myself as far as my music's concerned you can follow me at btq paul uh greg hasn't brought back his stream yet uh, no you can f- honestly that's probably not going to be back for a while i kind of want to buy more hardware before I bring you want to get back. like a nice real setup yeah going. you know because like when i was really pushing it with like uh, really GPU intensive shit. My computer crashed like two or three times midstream, and I was like, I do not want that embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, you might want. You might gotta. You might have to go dual PC rig. I really don't want to, but I will. You don't want to? No, I don't want a whole computer just chilling on the side. I mean, it doesn't have to be like it's anything super crazy. I mean, you probably just want something that just runs OBS fine. Yeah. But in the meantime, you can find Greg, you know, if you pull out the filter compartment from your dryer, all the lint that's in there, that's Greg. Oh, so my God. You know what's funny is I need a new one of those. <laughs> Wait, you need a new one? A new one. Yeah, the dryer here, ours is like got like a crack in it, you know. I mean, it still oh. works, but we want a new one. Oh. Oh, I guess that makes sense. So yeah, you can find me in your dryer chilling, gobbling up all the dollars you left in your pockets. <laughs> That's where your extra socks go. I take them. I add them to my collection. My my dryer is eating my clothes. I swear. Nah, bro, it's me. <laughs> yep, he's he's not just a lid. He's in the dryer, mm, chilling. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's all for now. As I always say, collaboration breeds community. Stay hustling. Stay hydrated. Peace.